Hello, everyone. Welcome. My name is Marilyn Shannon, and I welcome you today to the Breaking Free Show. I hope you're all doing great. I am. I'm still uh, reveling from my birthday yesterday. I was 63, and I'm having a good time, and I'm excited, and I celebrated. Happy birthday! Thank you, thank you. I celebrated with my children, my grandsons, my daughters, and got lots of juicy phone calls. And, of course, you know what happens on Facebook. So it was all really fun. So anyway, I'm really happy to be here, and it's an honor to have you. And I know that your time is precious and valuable, and I appreciate it so much that you came here today to spend it with us. And it's going to be one of those great shows as it is each and every week. But today, oh, my God, hold on to your seats. But before we get started, I want to say hi to Amnon. Hello. You doing Hello. all right? Hello. I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. I'm good, 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 good. Good. Very good. Good. So, listen, you can call in any time to the show at 919-518, excuse me, 518-9773, or you can come in on Skype at computers, that's plural, to number 2K voice. We also have a chat that you're welcome to join in on. Just put your name near our video, and you can partake in there as well. Ask questions, and please feel free. This is an open invitation that any time the, the, the spark moves you, to call in, please do that, because that's what this is for. So let me introduce my guest to you. We have Elisa. Good morning. Good morning and happy birthday. Ah, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. And you're doing good today? Yes, I am. Good. And then we have Kim, and Kim is on the phone. We want to welcome Kim. How are you, Kim? Hi there. I'm doing <laughs> all right. I'm hanging in there with this. These techie actually, issues, but thanks for having me. I'm here. She's on Google Hangout now. She is there? Yeah. I okay. see her image. Okay, you're here, Kim. All right, so we hope Kim will be here with her beautiful face. Oh, there she is. Good. She's here. All right, so we're going to get on, right? Well, I'm then, I'm good? Okay. Okay. Oh, she did hang up? Okay. She might need to... Uh, go to settings on the upper right and, and select her headset. She's probably not hearing you. Okay. Hold it. Let me, let okay. me see. Well, hold on, everybody. It's worth it. I promise. And can you have... hear me, Ken? Oh, there she is. She is. Can, can you hear. hear us? All right. Can you can you talk? Can't hear you. We can't hear you. Go um, to the okay. First, look. Uh, can you hear me, Kim? Okay, at the bottom of your screen, do you see the three circles? Is the microphone crossed? It should oh, not. It should not be yeah. crossed. Okay, so at this point on the upper right, there is a little gear. You you're not hearing. Oh, sheesh. No, that's, that's not. Let a call back and let's get on. Try. Yeah, call call back on on the audio and let's. All because right. something is not set up right. It's probably in the settings or microphone settings. Yeah. I mean, her headset settings. Maybe, maybe. Could she talk on the phone and we can still see her like this? Um, I don't know if her computer will allow it. Because All right, let's it's see. too, it's All right, too. Well, let, let's you and I talk, okay? Okay. Alisa, and then let's, we'll, hopefully, uh, Kim will get it uh, straight and we'll be good. 
Okay, so right. tell uh, tell everybody about Elisa and Eric. Where do I start? Well, first I'll say that I'm a physician, uh, more importantly, a mother of five kids and a dutiful wife. And um, I was raised by atheists, militant atheists at that. And unfortunately, six years ago, a little over six years ago, my son took his own life and um, everything just got cleaved into two halves. Um, the before and the after. Uh, Eric suffered a lot from bipolar disorder, from Tourette's, learning disabilities, etc. And so he was really miserable in life and he just basically ended it. And it was very difficult for me because as you know, somebody raised by atheist and as a scientist, you know, I was taught that with material science, you, you you had to perceive it with your senses or measure it with an instrument if it existed. And I couldn't do that with Eric anymore. So I didn't know how to answer that question. Is Eric still around? Does Eric exist anymore? If so, where is he? What made so, you, can I ask you a question? As, a, mm -hmm. as being brought up as an atheist and scientific, what, what even crossed your mind to even think about, is he still here? Well, I guess hope. I was hoping that, you know, I wasn't an atheist, okay? I okay. was a, more of an agnostic. But I think the thing that changed it off for me is a call three days after his death from my father. Like I say, he's so militant atheist that his first words to me after Eric died was, sorry, Elisa, Eric's going to turn to dust. That was it. Okay, so, um, so he called me with panic in his voice saying that he was sitting down reading a paper, and all of a sudden Eric appears in front of him like in the flesh and looks at him for a while, and then he morphs into a little boy version of himself and crawls up into my father's lap. So my father's like, I, I'm so startled. I don't know what to believe. So if he was sitting there and saying something like this, I mean, then maybe Eric did exist. And that's why I started reading all sorts of books like quantum physics, near-death experiences, controlled studies on mediums, um, you know, all sorts of studies on consciousness sur survival. And, uh, you know, after around four years, my belief grew until it became 100% sure that, yeah, Eric exists. He just doesn't happen to have a body and he's in some sort of parallel dimension. All right, Lisa, I think, uh, Kim, are you there? Kim, can I you hear us? I think so. Can you guys hear Yes, me? we can hear you. Yay! Can you hear us? Yay! Now we got a, a foursome <laughs> and a threesome. Good. Welcome, Kim. <laughs> Nice to have you Thank here. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. So just <laughs> so everybody is filled in, uh, Kim is a medium, right? That's right. Yep. And you channel yes, Eric. Yes, Okay. Right? You channel Eric. That's okay. right. So, yes, indeed. So I'm going to ask you to hold on just for a second so Elisa can finish what she was saying, and then I'm going to come back to you. Okay? Sure. All right. Sure. Elisa, go ahead. Continue, because this is fascinating. Sure. So uh, around that same time, I started a blog that my, my eldest daughter created for me. And I started to use it to vent my grief and to provide some sort of platform where other people could come in and share their pain too. So they'd have some sort of loving, safe place to talk about their loss. And at the same time, all of a sudden, weird stuff starts happening all over the house. Well, everywhere, really. You know, we have... Uh, the water faucets turn on by themselves, unplugged appliances, you know, 
start started to work. Airsoft BBs would appear at the ceiling and fall down to the ground. And, you know, he even called us, Eric even called us on the telephone once. It was his, definitely his voice. Um, uh, just amazing stuff. He, he would take, we would be at a restaurant, he would take the, sh the salt and pepper shaker and slide it off the table, from the center of the table, off the edge. Crazy stuff like that. But still, it took me a long time to believe because, you know, the, the whole science thing and the whole atheist upbringing, it was really hard for me. And I think the reason it was hard probably was because I was afraid to believe 100%. Because what if I did? What if I did and then all of a sudden I found out it was a whole bunch of, you know, manure? Then what? I mean, that'd be like losing him all over again, but forever. So I really resisted until one incident that happened four years after his death that put me over the top from like 90% sure to 100% sure. And that's when I got a recording of his voice and um, I sent it to a sound professional and the sound professional said it's not a human voice. Plus I recognized the voice as Eric. He said breakfast like he used to like a little kid, breakfast instead of breakfast. I heard his, his, his very characteristic verbal tics. I heard him pacing, which, I, you know, he, that guy paced grooves into our kitchen tile. So um, once that happened, that's it. I'm a full-on believer, never go back again. And, and so why, I have a question, and I guess, um, is I mean, are you also channeling him? Or what? How did you find I, Kim? I, I, I don't trust my channeling. I talk to him all the time because I want to have a relationship with him. There's, when, when somebody dies, it doesn't mean, you know, okay, let him alone, let him rest in peace. No, they want you to continue to have a relationship with them, and there's no reason why you can't. So I talk to him, and I feel like I do hear him reply, but, you know, I'm, I'm no medium. It, it seems like I'm more claircognizant, which is like this knowing. Like when we have our sessions with Kim, I will ask him a question and I'll answer um, what he's going to say before he can get a chance to, yeah, I interrupt, I guess, before he can get a chance to uh, to respond. And it feels like I just know it. And it feels like it's coming from, not from me, basically, from somewhere else. Is that because you're so connected? Could be. I'm sure that doesn't ha hurt. And so how long have you been – so you have sessions with Kim on a regular basis? Yeah, every couple of weeks. Every couple of weeks. And mm -hmm. that's your opportunity to visit with Eric. Yes, but mostly I, I use the sessions for to, to make my YouTube videos and to post things on the blog, Channeling Eric. Eric is spelled with a K, by the way. Yeah. Uh, and we ask him all sorts of things. For example, today we had a session about surrendering. You know, it's so hard to let go and accept things. And so we had a, a lengthy discussion about that. Or, you know, we, we've talked about the nature of death, what it feels like, what the afterlife is like, what the life of the spirit is, is like, um, just the, you know, bigger concepts like time and God and love and fear and, and so on. So, and also many things about the human experience, like the one we talked about today, surrendering. Okay. Well, I have a lot of questions to ask. And I okay. would imagine there's a lot of you out there that also have a lot of questions based on just curiosity, maybe a loved one. Maybe you just want to know, Eric, you know, how Eric comes up with these concepts and what these concepts mean. So please feel free to call in. So, Kim, 
Hey, Kim. Yes. Hey. I'm here. So finally. <laughs> finally. Yay. Thank you, Kim. So you are a medium. Of Tell course. everybody about you. Sure, sure. Um, well, you know, I, I started out in my younger years, went to school for physical therapy. And um, while working as a PTA, um, I started hearing and seeing and wasn't quite sure what to make of it. Finally, I passed that along to my mother-in-law because I saw her father coming through and um, he kept showing me a pocket watch. And this was probably probably one of the most pivotal moments. Um, he kept showing me this pocket watch. And I told my husband, I said, I keep seeing your grandfather. And he looks at me like, you're crazy. Because it was only probably four months after he passed. And so I was like, oh, I got to tell your mom, you know, because I've been seeing him for over a week. And so I, I told my mother-in-law and she actually went and got the pocket watch that, that clairvoyantly. So at that moment, I'm like, okay, that's cool. But so what, like what now, you know? So I kind of thought, well, okay, you know, the facts are communication just happened somehow, some way. So I, I just started paying attention more to what was happening in my head as far as clairvoyance, what I was hearing clairaudiently and, and trusted that guidance. And, and that, you know, the guidance was, um, that came through was book titles. I had no idea about quantum physics or metaphysics, um, really no concept, no foundation, and, and no understanding of the afterlife. And so I just dove in and read all the books I could get my hands on to understand what was happening because I was also having like um, premonitions and dreams. You know, I would experience something in a dream and then it would happen the next day. So I was trying to put all these pieces together and um, one thing led to another and I kind of fizzled out from, from doing physical therapy and, and here I am. This is the work that I'm most passionate about and um, Eric, the way that this whole thing collided was he, he kind of found me in a roundabout way. Um, I was, I was going to class for Reiki, um, and a friend of mine at that, in that class offered Eric's book. Actually, I didn't know the kid at the time, but now we're really close friends. He said, you got to read this book. You said you're a medium, so you got to read this book. And he told me, if you read this book, the kid that this book is about will interact with you. And I was like, oh, no way. You know, I was kind of afraid. I didn't know what that meant. So I had the book for about, uh, from October to March. I had it for a good long time. And it sat on my shelf in the same spot before I did anything with it. And one day it literally flew off the shelf and I was home alone. And I just said, okay, Eric, thanks. I, I know you're here. And I put the book back. The next day, the same time, same place, same thing happened. The book flew off the shelf in my bedroom. And same thing. I said, thanks, Eric. I appreciate it. I know you're here. Thanks for showing me. And I put it back. Well, then that night in a dream, he walked up to me and, and um, offered his book in that dream. So the next day I thought, okay, I'm going to read this book. <laughs> so I read the whole book the next day and, and it was um, history from there. And and I tell you, meeting Eric is is something that's changed my life for the better. So I'm I'm grateful to be a part of it. So I want to hear about that. And but I want to ask Elisa, tell tell everybody about Eric's book. That was before you and Kim got together. Uh, yes. Well, there are two books. I'm not sure which one Kim is referring to. One is definitely his book. The book I wrote is called My Son and the Afterlife: Conversations from the Other Side. And in that, you know, we 
I basically share my journey from skepticism to belief and um, also, also share a lot of what happened in the sessions, uh, although it was with a different medium, uh, about death, the afterlife, spirits, and so on, and the bigger concepts. His book uh, is more recent. It's called My Life After Death, A Memoir from Heaven. And in that, it's just an amazing book. It's all channeled, and um, it, he describes everything from moments before his death to the present. And you get such a freaking detailed description of the afterlife, of death, of crossing over, of the life review, of what a spirit's body is like, their senses, their emotions, the, you know, the, their daily life, their environment. So uh, it, it's great. I mean, it kind of almost takes all the mystery out of death. So though that, those two books were channeled with somebody else, not Kim. Right. So, so okay, this is really fascinating. And there, this can, we can take this conversation to so many directions. So, I know. I mean, seriously. So, so <laughs> Kim... Why, first of all, why, why did he choose you at this point in time? Um, um, probably because I had the most filters that he thought it would be fun to to break down. Okay. <laughs> so when I, the very first time before I um, even read that book, one of my same, the kid, the same kid that actually gave me that book, before he gave me the book, he said, I want to see if you can channel Eric. And I had never been to the blog or heard of him. And I'm like, okay, so you got a friend named Eric who's passed. I'll open up to him and, and see. So you just connect to the vibration that he's referring to. And that's where he came through. And the first thing he did, I'll never forget, the first thing he did was um, he showed me his good. Um, he showed you me. his what? He showed you his what? <laughs> he flashed me. Oh, my God. And... Oh, that's yeah, Eric. and I harmless. He pranks. He's funny. He's mischievous. He swears. Yeah. He's just he's just that kind. And of the whole reason, yeah, and I blushed. And the whole reason why he did that was because, from from the very first time he came in, I mean, first he's showing his personality, but more so, he was saying, "This is a filter starting from from you know day one. We're going to start breaking these filters." And he was telling me like, "You have um, attachments and um, discomforts." associated with certain parts of the body and that's all ego related and we're going to start breaking those barriers down those filters okay so he was like you got to figure out why you're uncomfortable with this and so yeah from day one he just he, he came right in was like i'm going to teach you all kinds of stuff and he sure has and so he's he so he's pretty so he has come to life in death oh yes so yeah, so did absolutely. somebody sign eric into the chat <laughs> Did you do he's that? already here. I mean, he's always here. Kim, did you write his name in the chat? No, I didn't. I don't even know what. He couldn't? I don't see where you're referring to. I don't see the chat. Chin. But So his name. It e wouldn't surprise me. E-R-I-K, right? Right. Okay, so uh -huh. he's in our chat. Yay! <laughs> All right. Maybe he just, yeah. Welcome, Maybe. Eric. He probably. He probably what? He probably did. <laughs> he well, I guess. Who he's else? notorious. But nobody else could have done that, right? I didn't do it. He's notorious. Okay, so everybody, nobody can do it. So he, he, okay, so Eric is here. I, I, yeah, I can't even figure out where this chat box is, so it's definitely him. Okay. He's notorious for that kind of thing. Okay, so we have a chat, <laughs> a live chat box on the channel, on the page, 
where everybody is watching okay. the show. And in okay. there is a list of the people that are present in the chat. And we have an Eric. Whoever. Oh, okay, cool. so Eric. Oh, I Eric. see. Oh. Okay, so, um, so let's go. Let's talk to Eric. Yeah, that's okay. the fun part. Okay, so why don't you start, Lisa? Because I got plenty of questions. So how do well, we do I mean, this? I, I'm, I'm cool with just giving Eric the floor. If, okay. if the listeners want to uh, submit questions or if you want to ask him anything, I, I, that's where the party starts. So, who? okay, so let's, and Amnon said, I, we don't really know if this is Eric Eric or a different Eric. So if this is Eric Eric that we are talking about, let us know that. If you are a different Eric and just happen to be spelling your name the same way, let us know that too. So Kim, uh, you want to start channeling Eric? Yeah, what's Eric got to sure. say? Hi, sweetie, I love you. He says, what's up, Mom? He's blowing you kisses. He's beating his chest like a gorilla. <laughs> um, it's just his way of showing that he's pumped up. He's excited. Um, so we can t he can take the floor if you want him to and yes, just start go ahead. talking and offer advice or yeah go ahead he says if, if you guys have questions well I would love him to take the floor and if he's okay with me interrupting him from time to time and he can interrupt me and if he, he says yeah what do you want to talk about so um he's real go ahead he's real what he's he's real blunt and real nonchalant real matter of fact okay so just be mindful of that. Okay, well, that's okay. What's, what's the rules on, on foul language? We have none. That's true. Okay. Okay. We, we have none. This is okay. the internet. Awesome. So, so I want to know from Eric, and I welcome anybody out there that would like to call in to please do so. So first of all, is he, did he sign into the chat? Is that him? Actually, actually, he's not resonating with that. When I ask him directly, he okay. can't take responsibility. Like okay. he can't resonate and ground his energy there. Okay. Well, then maybe that's not him. So, I th I would like to know. So, with Eric, does he encounter and engage with, let's say, other other people who have passed? Like, if I said my father, or somebody else talks about another their child or a family member, does he uh, connect with? other spirit what? Yeah. he does he does yeah he says um and again he's real matter of fact he says he says well yeah it's it's all one consciousness we're all the same so it's just a matter of shifting his awareness to that vibration to connect to the inf that information and that information being that person so he, he sometimes he'll talk like that he'll refer to a person as information um so it's just you know, it's a, he says, we're all here in this one pool, this one universal pool of mm -hmm. awareness or of, of consciousness. Yeah, like um, we, so, he, he, he has said before that we are information that is sentient and self-aware. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Exactly. Exactly. Gotcha. So if he, let's say if he is tapping into my father, what could he tell me about him? He could. Um, I generally don't don't bring across people's loved ones on the air because before, you know, as I talk to Eric, I know Eric so well that I don't make him validate his presence, but if he's going to bring through anybody else, I make them validate their presence. So I could see what, what he can bring forward. What's okay. your father's first name? Her oh, Herbert. I don't go too in depth over the air for Herbert. personal loved ones. Yeah. Herbert. Herbert. Yeah. Herbert. Okay. The energy goes right to the chest. Did he have breathing or heart issues? A little bit. Yeah. 
the energy just goes right into the chest. Um, and Eric's just looking at me. He's like, how far do you want me to go with this? As far <laughs> so, as he wants to go. I guess. We got other questions. Well, so asking, go ahead. All right. Let me see what he says. I feel like, I don't know how long it's been since your father's passed, but what Eric mm -hmm. shows, uh, what he's bringing through, because now Eric's the medium, you see. So it's like, it's like going through two filters. But he says, as far as your father and bringing him through, and I said, what, what message could you bring through? What message can you offer? He's showing, um, me, this is what I feel like the message is. No matter how long it's been since he's passed, nothing's changed, meaning he's still close by, he's still safe. It's important though, well, he's still with you, but Eric says to emphasize that he's safe. So it's important that the family knows that he's safe or he's in, he keeps using the word safety. Was he unable to speak before he passed or were you unable to say goodbye to him before he passed? Yes, no, hello? Anybody home? Marilyn, are you, are you around? Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah, right before he passed away, I actually went to get my mother to come back in the room, and he died before we both got in the room. Oh. But I had been with him for okay. weeks, so. Yeah. But. Okay, so the reason why I ask is because he's he's going like this. I don't know if you mm -hmm. can see on the video. Mm -hmm. This is my symbol for feeling like um, I didn't get to say goodbye or didn't get my closure before the transition. So if it was with your mother, He's bringing that up to offer closure, like to bring the hearts together and and bring peace, he says, mm. associated with that block, like not okay. being able to say goodbye um, or have that closure in the final words. Okay. Well, he's very, yeah. um, his, I don't know if he was big in stature or just had a big personality, but he gives me this sense of being big and strong. Yes. And then I also feel like I need to acknowledge um you know how sometimes when a loved one um, makes their transition and then we, we, we maybe kiss their head or grab their hand and we can sense the, the temperature change in their body after their transition? Um, he's bringing this up because I feel like he, what he's saying is, um, I'm okay. Like, I'm not cold. I'm not cold anymore. I'm not cold. So I don't know if, if one you or one of the family members uh, actually felt that, like grabbed his hand or kissed his forehead and felt the body temperature change, but he's trying to bring peace over that because okay. I feel like somebody's hung up on that. It's okay. hmm. obviously it's, it's hard. Yeah. So he, let me, um, so, so Eric, we have lots of questions and, and I appreciate your being here because I believe that, I mean, I'm, I obviously I believe. And so here's um, some questions and then we want I'd like to get into some real more phil philosophical things, more of an understanding of like when you said, Elisa, about everyday life. I'd love to know more about that type of thing as well. But mm -hmm. here's some questions. Um, so uh, Bonnie wants to know, what is your suggestion, Eric, for how I should approach the relationship with my son? Is that enough for him to have enough information? Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, Wow, this is, this is, like I said, Eric spares none when he um, is very blunt and very forward. And when he's talking to Bonnie about uh, dealing with her son or interacting with her son, um, he, the first thing he says is you got to toughen up. You got to toughen up. But it, it's, you know, 
it's sort of along the lines of tough love, but also if, if she stands strong in who she is and her, I guess her discernment or who she is, like then I think she'll be respected more because it seems like she can't penetrate the communicate the communication barrier between her and her son. There's some sort of barrier and whatever's going on with her son um, or her, no, it's, it's her, it's her, he says, it's her. Um, so not to point fingers, Bonnie, but he's talking about the emotions. Um, I don't know what you're going through with your son, but your emotions are so heavy and you're carrying like this, this deep sense of self blame um, that is creating like a communication barrier. So if you can work through that, Bonnie, he says, work through the self blame. Why do you blame yourself? And um, alleviate some of that guilt. Overall, it's going to soften the situation where they can both communicate. Um, but she also has to work on self-respect or self-love, whatever you want to call it, he says. Mm. Um, because I think that's going to help plant her in her discernment. Um, and then she becomes more aware, he says. Mm. And then you a kiss. So that's, wow. that's what he says for Bonnie. Okay. Hope that helps, Bonnie. Thank you. Thank you, Eric. And thank you, Bonnie, for um, for asking the question. Do we have somebody who's called in? Okay. So, and if anybody wants to call in, please do so. 919-518-9773. Uh, that's a phone. Or you can come in on Computers 2K Voice if you like. And if you do, please be patient when you call in because if we are talking to somebody or Kim is talking and expressing something, then... I do want to give her the time to do that and just so know, just know that we'll get to you. Just do that and turn down your audio. Um, and Bonnie said, blunt is fine. And she says, thank you, Eric. Um, so he's bowing. Uh, he's bowing. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, wow. He takes a bow. <laughs> All right. Do have, we do have a caller. So hello. Hello. Yes. Hi. Uh, hi. Um, my name is Gayla Serena. Hi, um, Gayla. Hi. Hi, Gayla. <laughs> um, I guess I just have a question um, for Eric, kind of about my next steps. I'm feeling kind of lost. Um, I just graduated school. Uh, kind of just feel like I'm stuck. I don't know. I know that I'm being guided and I can feel it, but I just, I don't know how to find out where I go from here. What I... Sure. There's a couple of things that um, Eric says. I don't know if it's just me, you guys. I'm getting a, a bad echo and some feedback. Is it just on my end? Are you guys hearing it? I hear a little bit, but it's not bad. Okay. I'll try to get through it. <laughs> um, all right, Gayla. He says, first of all, when you, sorry, this echo is so disturbing. Okay. I'm going to turn my mic down. Hopefully you guys can still hear me. Um, it's not you. Right, it's not you, Kim. Okay. All right. Um, Gayla, he says, anytime he says someone like you, um, he's one of those people that feels defeated before you even try something new. It's kind of like, 
I don't know where to start and I get stuck in that feeling and I get wrapped up in that thought, like, where do I start? So instead of getting wrapped up in the thought, he says, of where do I start? Your heart and go to what feels right instead of what sounds right. Or he says what thinks right, but you know what I mean? <laughs> Sometimes he <laughs> talks a little bit differently than we do. So the way you think um, may get in the way actually. And that's what he's showing. Because I think that based on what Eric is showing, Gayla, it seems like you're one of those people that acknowledge the barriers before you begin. And then in that, you feel defeated before you even start something. So first, he, he's encouraging you to look at, ah, uh, he's getting really emotional with you, like really intense. He says, look at your capabilities, look at your skills, look at your competencies. Um, don't mark yourself off because you may not know where to go or how to go. He says, you have to trust in yourself first because I think you're one of those people that you might have this this great you know college degree or whatever, but I think you're still really nervous. Based on what Erica's showing, it's like I'm still really nervous to um, like to step out there or put myself out there. So he's first he encourages you to there. He says, there's no better way to do it than just to jump in and dive in. He says, trust yourself along the process. And if, if you know you're being guided, <laughs> here yes. comes the cuss words. He says, um, if you know you're being guided, then just fucking surrender to that shit because that's the best <laughs> you'll ever have. Um, <laughs> so when you feel like you have a push to do something and you're like, oh, I don't know why, but I, I just got to do this. That's the guidance. Um, so trust that shit because that's the good shit, he says. Um, and he also says expect opportunities in um, uh, like um, unforeseen places. Like I feel like there's going to be this opportunity come along that is so off the wall where you're like, oh gosh, well, I never thought about that before, but that would actually be really cool. So it seems like completely like left field. But um, to open your mind, because if we're stuck in this box of it has to be like this because of, you know, this is my background, these are my competencies, and so here's my framework. He says you got to be able to step outside that to really see opportunities. Otherwise, you just miss them all if you stay on the straight and narrow. That's right. You know, Eric brings this up a lot. Uh, he says that we are emotional beings, and so what we're we're made of that energy called emotions, actually. And he says we're supposed to feel first, you know, feel some sort of emotion, check in with our heart, and then let that produce a thought, and then let that thought produce a reaction or a choice. But unfortunately, we get our brains and let it get in the way, and so we usually think a thought first, and then let that create an emotion, and let that emotion create, uh, you know, this guide our, our actions or our choices. So we have it backwards. Okay, we have it backwards, yeah. yeah. Gayla, thank you so much for calling in. I hope that was uh, helpful. Thank you so much and, and stick around because we got more to come. And we have another couple of questions on the chat and I will ask, but before we do that, um, Elisa, what is the greatest lesson and some of the most in amazing information that Eric has shared with you? Oh gosh, there's so many. I have learned so much from my son. It used to be the opposite, you know. So it that must be better. that must be an amazing thing too. You must feel so kind of honored and now I don't yeah. like to use the word proud because that's that's not a word I really like, but yeah. 
you, you know what I mean? You must feel so like heartwarm to I'm know that so, he's yeah. so happy for him. I am so happy. He's doing so much to save right. lives, figuratively, but sometimes literally too. I get all sorts of emails. I was going to, I wanted to kill myself today, but after reading this post, I want to live. It's crazy stuff like this. It's just amazing. But I think the most, some of the most important lessons with the one I just shared about feeling first and thinking second is one of the big ones. Vulnerability is very important too. People in this society think vulnerability is a sign of weakness, right. but opening your heart, being vulnerable, it, it's, it's a very powerful state of being. And another, uh, I guess the third most important, oh, not in order, of course, is <laughs> the fact that, that we can still have a relationship with our loved ones, that we don't have to say, saranara, rest in peace. And um, and there are ways that I write about in the blog uh, that will allow you to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Well, all this is so amazing to me, and I have so many questions, so if I'm going to you know, ask if you want to come on again at some point, because this is really cool. Sure. I don't want, I don't want to ask you, why did, why did, why did Eric have to die to be able to do this work? Well, from what I understand, it was a spiritual contract and he was supposed to come down to earth with all sorts of problems and experience all sorts of bullying and betray a lot of betrayal, a lot of pain, a lot of darkness so that he could develop the skills he, he needs uh, to become a very good spirit guide, which is what he is now. So he needed to develop things like listening skills and compassion, things of that nature. Mm -hmm. So you had to know what all of those, um, yeah. the dark side was like exactly. to, under to understand. Right. We can even ask Eric that, Eric. Eric? Come on, Eric. What do you got to say for yourself? Yeah, he's um, he he's taking an avenue I didn't expect. Um, he says, um, in, as his mom is talking, he's talking about it's the same thing that Jesus did, um, had to go through the darkness to show you that there is light. So he had to do the same thing. And, and he says, well, why? Because through something that I went through too there's a likeness there I can relate but also having higher consciousness or higher um, expanded consciousness rather um, then he can do something about it because of who he is and where he is now so he says it, it gives me that common ground energetically to meet you in your place of pain but also to pull you through it as a guide and or push you through it whatever the hell I have to do he says okay. Okay. Um, yeah it's 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 um he's actually comparing himself to and he's saying it's the same thing we all we're all going through the same thing for the same purposes it's just expressed differently um we go through the darkness to know what the lightness to know what the light is right he says well that's what freedom is i mean the, we it's hard to experience freedom when you don't know what you're getting free from that's true it's, it's hard to exactly. understand it's hard yeah. to understand you know, concepts of any nature without the experiential component. Exactly. Like, it's like taking organic chemistry, but not taking the lab. It's like mm -hmm. kind of knowing what hot feels like, but you don't really know until you feel cold. Yeah, there's you no kind of know what forgiveness is. You kind of know what forgiveness is, is, but you don't really totally know it until you're, you've been betrayed or something like that. Exactly. So we have a couple more questions on the chat. So I'm going to, Eric, get to the point. 
so we can make sure we get everybody in there. And I have more questions on. So yeah, anyway, no, no rambling, no yeah, rambling. No, I love having Eric here. So anyway, Mary, Eric can come visit me sometimes. Uh, uh oh, here, what, what he what? <laughs> what did he say? What I said he. For. Yeah. What did he say? Yeah. <laughs> Kim, what do you say? He's rolling his eyes. He's what, like, uh, okay. <laughs> well, if only if you want to, but only, and only sometimes. He, <laughs> yeah, what do you say? He loves to teach. He loves to teach. So that's why he just. <laughs> so he can come teach me anytime. Because I, yeah, I'm, he, uh, yeah. He just said like, <laughs> he said, what? What does that mean? It's like, a, you know, he hit the drums like, he, he's like playing the drums. So, <laughs> so does that mean that's good? A, a drum roll, is that so. good or not good? No, that's like, it's like that. Oh, yeah. like, ta-da? Yeah, he says, yeah. Okay. He says, I'll be there. Okay, please, because I, um, I know I'm doing some work and could use some, some help. Okay, so here we have Arvind, and I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. And I believe Arvind is following you on Instagram, Elisa. If that's oh, true, Hi, right? So I want to get to uh, Arvin's question. So Arvin wants to know what's my purpose in life. Um, Good one. Purpose of life, and I uh, and right and, and uh, for Eric for his for their spiritual growth. All right. So he's talking really fast because he still wants to teach. <laughs> he says, he says, all right. First point we're gonna hit. When people say, what's my purpose? He says, this is a blanket answer for everybody. So listen up. He says, the fact that you're living and you are aware of it, you're aware of yourself, that's your purpose. Your life, your consciousness aware of itself is your purpose. Now, what you're asking is, what's my mission? Like, what's my soul mission here? Um, so I, I'm, I'm not sure the name of the caller, but I don't want to mispronounce Arvin. it. Arvin, yeah. Okay. Eric says, um, your mission here is to expand. Ooh, ex this is this is right in the feelers. Expand through compassion, and, and he's telling you, Arvind, to be willing to give compassion. Um, always here, even beyond here. What he means by that, he's pointing to the head, and what he means by that is, even when you think um, someone doesn't deserve it give it anyway, go beyond that. So you're here to learn unconditional love. Basically, we all are at some level. It's much more intimate and much more, I think Arvin is one of those people based on what Eric is showing um, that um, can give compassion to um, his likeness. And then um, if something's happening, I think he just withdraws or introverts. Um, if something doesn't feel right or doesn't feel secure, the ability to give compassion and expand self in those circumstances is incapacitated. So basically, um, trust yourself in all situations and all circumstances and employ compassion through all of them, he says. Don't hold that shit in because that's the good shit you got to share, he says. <laughs> Yeah. And very often people who are here to learn that very often people who are here to learn that lesson have relationship villains in their life that are there to to make that difficult. People who are difficult to feel compassion for as an exercise, you know. Right. And then some yeah. people yeah. um get confused between com compassion and overcompassion. And I think and pity. And pity. I think part of the work is to find passion 
not overpassion, yeah. compassion, and not pity. And that is 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 your opportunity. Yeah, not compassion that's like, oh, I gave to Toys for Tots, so look what a good person I am. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Exactly. So, okay, here's okay. another one. Are we Okay, so Kim S. would like to know if Eric can tell her how her dad is doing and if he's aware of, of how she's doing. He says, well, I would like Kim S. to know that the awareness isn't, it's never limited and it's never blocked. So being, you know, from, from Eric's side to here. Uh -huh. So the awareness is never limited and never blocked. Our awareness may be limited to what they're experiencing and connect to them. So in short, he says, yes, um, they're always aware. Your loved ones are always aware. And for you, you to be aware is like opening your heart and feeling your dad through, through what you, how you know him like a memory. So when you, when you recall someone through a memory, you start to feel their vibration again. You start to feel their love or their presence again. So when you feel that through a memory, or even if that feeling takes over you without recalling a memory, your way of having awareness of him. So um, keep that in mind. But I feel like Kim S is experiencing her father more than she probably gives herself credit for. Eric says that um, she experiences him all the time, but she, she doesn't trust it. She doesn't. She doubts. Especially, she hears him, Eric says, and she doubts it. So, so Kim, that was a great question, and we have somebody calling in, but Kim, I just want to ask you a quick quick question. So, early on in sure. the show, we talked about Eric being part of this, like, pool of consciousness, right? So, m my yeah. guess from listening is that we are all part of this pool of consciousness, because what you've said about all the, the people who have already, you know, asked the question is, is also part of my questions, right? So, or the answers okay. are part of my answer. So we are all part of this pool of consciousness. Is that right? Eric? Yeah, exactly. Yes? What mm -hmm. an awesome way to really um, give that example. Um, Eric says, no matter what, you know, if you, no matter where you go, let's say you go to your local bookstore and you watch someone talk about their book and you don't get a chance to ask your question, but all kinds of other people do. If you're, if you're mindful and you're open in your heart, you'll know that those questions are for you too, or the answers are for you too. So, but if we're in ego, if we're sort of like, or concerned with I, then, you know, being open to being one, mm -hmm. then you won't hear that and it won't help you. You won't be able to bring it in as your own abundance. Right. So that's the difference. Says that's the difference between being in love versus ego. Mm -hmm. So very cool okay. point. Yeah, very interesting. Okay, so um, if anybody else has a question, please let us know. We have a caller, right? Hello. Yes, hello. Hey. Hi. Trisha here. Welcome to the show. I just want to say I love your show, and, and uh, my daughter, Gayla, just called in, and she was oh. just thrilled to talk to Eric, and um, I'm just like, I can't believe I reached you, but um, I just want to say thank you, Eric. Um, I, I hope you, uh, you you just do amazing things for so many people, you and your mother, and um, I just want to say, say thank you. 
my one question is I, I just want to ask am I um, what my highest purpose is or um, will my daughter Gayla get rid of her tremors he says thank you for the love he's just saying thank you for the love so um, this goes back to Eric answers health, these health questions um, the same almost anymore. No matter what you're dealing with in your health, if you can get to a deep level through your heart, not through your head, you have to be able to shift into the heart, which is observation and coexistence with something. The, the head wants to resist. The heart can coexist. So if you can get into the, if Gayla can get into the heart space with what she's going through and coexist with it, she's at a, at a prime place to be able to trust her body's ability to heal itself. But if you go back, if you battle with the thoughts, the head, and you say, well, yeah, but my body this, or yeah, but I'm not sure because of that. Um, then you are telling your body it's not capable, You're te and your body will respond that way. Um, just like he says, just like all you, all the people that walk around saying I'm fat, I'm fat, and he's like mimicking um, how women do that so often. The more you tell your body that, the more your body will respond. Your body hears you and believes you, and will manifest um, what you tell it. So tell Gayla to first go through the heart and trust her body's ability to heal. Um, and then with your question with your highest, um, Eric says um, your, your mission here in this life is, is so strongly connected to communication. So being able to communicate who you are and what you are to people is so vital for your happiness, he says. For you to be able to just be true who you are verbally and share that and express that verbally, he says, that's so important for your happiness. He says, do me a favor. He has his hands folded. He says, please, when you speak, when you talk about something or anything, just be true to who you truly are with it or how you are with it, what your beliefs are. Um, don't hide anything to, to sort of comfort others, he says. Um, it's all about strength and communication for you, being able to express yourself. Thank you. Ask Eric a question about the tremors. Do you think CBD oil would help? His, this is his reaction. He, he, he just like, he goes, yeah, absolutely, it's proven. Which, uh, which type of CBD oil? The one from hemp or the one from the true THC marijuana plant? Because I've, I've seen it helps cerebral palsy and all sorts of other real stuff. Yeah, so it's legal in some places. So can he you hold on, hold, on, uh, hold on one second. Let me ask a question because we have other questions at, on the chat as well. And I think one of the questions is really important on the chat is how would somebody um, connect with Eric? Let's say these are specific questions. How does somebody connect with Eric besides today? I mean, is there oh, a format, yeah. a, for, a way that that can happen? Well, there's, there's uh, several ways. Okay. Uh, of course you can... I have a list of wonderful mediums under my favorites tab. There's a links list. You can do that. Uh, you can also get in touch with um, uh, Raylene Nuanyes at www.angelmedium7.com. And she does a monthly Q&A. 
we also, Kim and I do the Ask Eric column for a blog and for a magazine. And, you know, about the mid-month, uh, I if you read the blog daily, um, then uh, you'll see me call out for questions. And I take them on a first-come, first-served basis. We also, every Thursday night at 7 o'clock Central Time, uh, we have our Hour of Enlightenment show where people can do what we're doing now, call in and ask questions. And I usually post information about that on the blog both Wednesday mm -hmm. and the morning of the show, Thursday. All right. So that's really important because we're almost out of time. And I want to um, just say, you know, we I want there's a couple of other questions I'd like to go through. So I hope that helps your answer, at least get part of your answers. OK, but the CBD oil, that's uh, cannabidiol oil, I think, or something. Look that up and, you know, if it's legal in your state, uh, I would get Gayla to try that. OK, perfect. I think it was channeled to me. Eric must have put it in my mind because it didn't come from me. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and so you tell us about your books. Well, the first book, My Son in the Afterlife, Conversations from Heaven, is about my journey from skepticism to belief. And we channel Eric on all these things, the human experience, uh, death, the afterlife, and so on. The other book is his, and um, it's a great book. It's a page turner, mm -hmm. and, and that's called My Life After Death, A Memoir from Heaven. It describes everything from death to life as a spirit and, and so on. So it, it chronicles his life as a memoir from moments before his death until the present. So will he be oh. writing another book? I don't know if I have another book in me. Oh, my goodness. What about I, Eric? Does Eric have another yeah, book? I, I don't know, Eric. Okay. Let's ask you, Eric. Eric, do you have another book? He has said yes. Okay. Um, he's He's been asked this question before, okay. and he says yes. And he says all in due time, and then he kind of laughs because he's like, oh, that's right. There's no watch there. Time isn't real, but he's, he's just that's making a right. joke. There's no time. <laughs> so in, in the final moments that we have left, what would Eric like to say? <laughs> he said you made him blush. You gave him the wide open floor. He said you I made me blush. Go for it, Eric. He says to know yourself, um, know no boundaries when you, as you get to know yourself. Be true to that because if some, and then he's just kind of rambling. He says because if something doesn't feel right, that's not you. So trust what you feel and you'll know yourself better in that trust. Um, he just keeps showing, uh, we were kind of talking about this earlier. He keeps showing it like in that, um, be as unattached as you can, life possible. Unattached to people, things, um, events, circumstances. Labels. Labels. Yeah. Identifying factors for yourself. Yeah, he says, the more unattached you can be, um, it's kind of like going through that process of unlearn everything that you've been conditioned to think and believe. And as you do, then you'll find your true self. So. Yeah, and also I'll say, I forgot to say, that Kim, you can find out more about her through her website, kimbabcock.net, K-I-M-B-A-B-C-O-C-K.net. And she's got, she's going to be doing big webinars and all sorts of fun things uh, with Eric yeah. and her guys. So where are you located, Kim? 
Um, currently, I live in Ohio, and okay. I travel just about once a month to different locations around the U.S. Um, to do these channeling Eric sessions and workshops where we we team up and teach you guys how to activate, turn on, or put your awareness to all of your different clairs so that you can enrich your life. You and Eric. So, you, did you say that's you? Right. Yep. So and some, you and Eric have become really close friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in, indeed. Indeed. Yep. Indeed. <laughs> like a, Pesky little brother, more like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> well, I look forward to um, uh, connecting with Eric more, actually, and with both of you, because I find this to be um, so real and authentic and curious. I have so many more questions to ask, you know? Um, no. So, um, sure. Elisa, is there anything you want to leave with everyone in closing as a mother? as this conduit ahead. Yeah, I guess just remember that love does not know any boundaries. Even death cannot be a boundary for, for, for love. And your life must have, I mean, just completely changed. Oh gosh. And what about your other children? Just out of curiosity. Oh, they, they're totally on board. I mean, a lot of them have seen Eric walking down the hall or sitting in the car or, they get pranked all the time. So, uh, no, they're they're on board. And so is my husband. Uh-huh. So everybody still stays connected. Yes. Just a different medium. That's right. Just a different, it's not even a different reality. It's the same reality. Yeah. Right? Right. Cool. Kim, what about you? Any final words from you? Um, Just, you know, as, as you guys, my mission with Eric is to teach all of you guys that you know, everybody listening, that mediumship is something that we're all capable of. Just like Elisa said, love transcends everything. And that's the essence of where all this communication happens. So I've honed in on it and made it a living. um, And you guys can too. You can, you can use it to enrich your daily lives. So trust Mm -hmm. your experiences too. Mm -hmm. Um, That's probably the most important thing for me to share. I have no Mm -hmm. no gift over anybody else. Mm -hmm. It's just an ability. Right. And I think that's a very interesting perspective because when you channel, you know, you can channel a spirit, you can channel information, you can channel so many different things. It's not just one type of thing, you know. Even even your living pets. Even your living pets. Absolutely. And I think, you know, I sit here and I think, okay, Eric, why Eric? You know, someday, you know, why Eric? Why was Eric the one? And I think, he, you know, he always was the one because he's, he's got a way, you know? Well, I, I think it's because, you know, he, he's, he's a spirit guide, and any spirit guide can do this, but I've I just been so fortuitous to have the mix of me wanting answers, the Internet being a right. platform with a blog, and then having gift, a gifted medium like him. It just all makes it possible. But he seems to resonate with people because he's not one of those – those sages from the other side that starts out with welcome my dear one he's really raw and casual and he's got a humanness about him and he pranks the blog members all over the world and um so i I think that that's what one of the things that makes him so special well i like eric and i can i can i uh, bet he likes you yeah i think he does i think we're kind of like soul spirits And, you know, it's interesting because so much of what you said, and I just want to briefly tell everyone that my book is out on Amazon. I hope you can see it. It's called In Just One Afternoon, Listening to the Hearts of Men. 
and it's a rare, raw stories of men that men wrote, and it's men who are direct, men who have offered up their secrets, and it's on Amazon. And then the next one is about twins and the millennials, and I go on from there. So if you have any questions, please feel free to contact me at Marilyn at MarilynShannon.com. And I want to thank these two magnificent women and Eric for coming on today and just, you know, making this connection between here and here so much more connected. You know, it's not like it's away from all of us. It's right here. We all right. can, right? It's just That's like, right. right? You can all tap into it. Today, I mean, today I felt like there was no, there was no difference. And thank you, Eric, for creating that opportunity to feel that, you know? I appreciate that very much. So thank you for being here. He takes a bow and says, you're welcome. Thanks for having us. It was a <laughs> thank pleasure. Thank you, Eric. I love you. And thanks, Marilyn, for this opportunity. Thank you, Kim, also, for your wonderful gift. Sure. Yes, really, sure. Kim. You're terrific. Thank you Eric so much. Says, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> and we all love you out there. So thank you for partaking in our show today. And hopefully uh, we'll have uh, Eric back again. So thanks, you all, so much. I will see you very soon. Bye. You're tuned to the Nissan Communications Network. And if you tuned in too late, you can always watch each program in its entirety or download an MP3 audio file of it in the archives section on nissancommunications.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow us on Twitter, and like us on Facebook. Sponsored by Atomos.com, makers of quality video recorders and converters, CarolinaApparel.com, and DeltaForce.net. <laughs>